0: choice, a Golden Girls podcast. Uh, My name's Brent, and for this week's special live episode, (laughs) I'm joined by a prisoner of the white lines on the freeway, Alan. Hello. And joining us is a lonely painter living in a box of paints, Ski. That's me. Today's November 7th, 2022, and if you don't believe me, we're live. Let me just tell you that today is Joni Mitchell's 79th birthday, and that's the kind of current event nobody could predict. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) So, for this special live episode... I heard
1: the Queen's dead. (laughs) She did, so
0: I'm holding up a newspaper showing that now. (laughs) So, um... Dewey defeats Truman. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. So, in honor of our live episode, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get a recap from Alan, and then pick our MVP and favorite lines, and award us some slices of cheesecake, and all the hopes that uh, you know, in November seventh, twenty twenty two, when you go to bed, you'll be a little bit wiser.
2: Well you know, it's it's odd. I guess I didn't I didn't do the math to find out exactly what date this live episode would be dropping on. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, isn't it considered live like what do you think a show needs to have to be considered live? Just be in front of a live studio audience? Does it need to be going out live to the yeah, people need- watching it? Yeah, just live streaming like the way we currently are. Okay, so you don't consider, like if someone says that they were filmed in front of a live studio audience, you don't consider that to be live since it was still recorded and then broadcast out and edited and whatnot?
0: No, I mean, I guess it's the same way, like they consider Saturday Night Live live, even though
2: it's not technically yeah. Yeah. live at the moment delayed, that it's happening. Yeah. Once
1: upon a time it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but now they've got like an hour delay or something?
0: Yeah. Like tape delay or something?
2: Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, well, this episode, uh, episode six, uh, season. excuse Monday. See, yeah, same to you. <laughs> um, season six, episode 11, Stand By Your Man, which I thought for sure was going to be a stand thing. I, I even reread the title a couple times oh. to make sure it was not Stand By Your Man. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Stand By Your Man. Mm-hmm. Now, it's funny because I didn't realize it was going to be airing or that our episode would be dropping on November 7th. You mean today? Yes, exactly. today, <laughs> November 7th, live. I feel bad because I forgot it was my daughter's birthday <laughs> today and my grandmother's birthday. Hey, so. certain
0: things are more important now. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So But the thing that's
0: odd... It's early in the morning, so you still got time to get a card and everything before she gets home from school <laughs> right. in four or five hours. <laughs> yeah.
2: Since it's 10 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> We're good. Exactly. But, uh... Yeah, it's uh, so today would be my grandmother's 90th birthday, if she was still with us, yes. um, and uh, my daughter's 15th birthday, oh, so quinceanera. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope that I planned a good one. Quinceanera? Is that 15 or 16? 15. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> We've had this discussion before.
2: Yeah, we have. 16 would be the sweet 16, but I don't think it has any special uh, international um, type of uh, connotation to it. Okay. So, but yes, we have had this conversation before, I think. <laughs> And I think that she said Yera in a really odd way, if I recall. <laughs> <laughs> Quinceanera. Yeah. Something along those lines. <laughs> but the, uh, the thing that's odd, Good too, times. is this one, this episode they were recording live on the morning yes. of, yes. or not recording, <laughs> well, we're broadcasting, yes. yeah, live on the morning of November narrow 7th. Narrow as the yes. case <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, very narrow casting <laughs> to 50 lucky souls. Yeah. Um, or lucky is probably the Only wrong 50? term. No, it's more than that. But as far as people listen the first day, gotcha. uh, they would probably be that. As far as the people listen live, it's probably three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so like, huh? The three here at the table. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: I don't know it, how it would it do. It me. Yeah. <laughs> If we ever did like a Facebook Live type thing, we were like, "Hey, we're going to record an episode. We're going to do it on Facebook Live, so you guys can hear this episode that'll be dropping." And we'll s- take calls <laughs> in six weeks. Yeah, I wonder how many people would actually. I'd show do a well for one. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll. Whatever knows?
0: happened with um, Angel and her husband joining us? Yeah, I
2: noticed today, uh, November seventh, <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 that she had actually sent a message through Facebook Messenger about it. Um, or, and I, I can't remember if it was Facebook Messenger or. Twitter Messenger, one of the two, mm-hmm. that I had not checked in a long time. So I... have uh, been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. I hear that you, you like to abandon um, <laughs> people on social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, but, yeah, I, I understand. You're just a little bogged down by life and whatnot, the uh-huh. things that happen. Recaps. <laughs> yeah, the things that happened in late October and early November. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyway. I mean, John's
0: taking a number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Busy man. <laughs>
2: Well, this episode—the original air date of this episode—was sorry. So, Angel,
0: she's going to join us, or her and her husband?
2: I have not. I saw the message like, "Oh shit!" I'm just seeing this, and it was from maybe two weeks ago or so. Ugh. But so I didn't even want to open it yet because I wanted to wait until I, yeah. Because when I saw it, I was like, "I don't have time to open and reply," yeah. and I don't, I don't know if that stuff shows as red. I don't want to just show as red and then me not reply. Yeah. Um, so at the very least, I'm probably gonna open it tonight or tomorrow. Um, gotcha. Which in real life will be. A little before November 7th. <laughs> <So>. What? <laughs> I know, crazy, right? Uh-huh. We live so in that a a timey,
0: wimey <laughs> process you got going on.
2: I am a doctor after all. <laughs> um. I'd do a Doctor Who podcast with you guys. I mean, we would be, at least I would be pretty ignorant on it um, since I've never watched an episode, mm-hmm. but I would.
1: It could be a fun thing. I've not watched them either, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen bits of pieces and pieces. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about that, like that, or, um, you know, uh, Twin Peaks. Do or they whatever. have
1: any characters named Sophia? No, no, <laughs> they do not. <laughs> you know, still looking for that parlay, <laughs> yeah. easy transition.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe it would be better if you guys were ignorant. Mm. You know, it is one of those mm-hmm. things that, like, we would, I would do like one hundred percent of the recaps or whatever, but like we would watch it together. And then immediately record it, oh, so okay. we get your fresh
2: thoughts after singing for the very first time. Ah, tell
1: we did that plan? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I mean, it's funny because I go back and forth. There are, especially as like our numbers have seen a bit of a decline in season six. Hopefully, yeah. by the time people are listening to this, you know, right yeah. now on November seventh. Um, yeah, I think the live <laughs> thing's really the stunt is really gonna kick it up a notch. Exactly. Well, hopefully that uh, people love that enough that our... Make sure you plug it on the socials. (laughs) Going live.
1: (laughs) Don't don't you mean, I hope he specifically uh, mentioned it before on
0: the socials? Yes, I hope you did mention (laughs) it. I hope
2: you've been building up to this live. You just forgot to say the ED at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Posted. But I know ED's never far from your mind. (laughs) Not with you at my side. (laughs) As a matter of fact, when you're sitting here with me, I thank the Lord for ED. (laughs) That's what keeps me focused.
0: (laughs) If only I had the ED then I'd have more time to do recaps and the (laughs) socials and all sorts of stuff.
2: I believe that you... Vulcanize my tires. (laughs) I think an episode or two back you mentioned that you're always (laughs) rock hard throughout the entire recording episode or at least when you're doing your own recap. Um, I (laughs)
0: think... He's, he's once in St. Olaf killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was too sad even for mine. Like, like you can take a lot of
2: a lot of sadness. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dealt with share of disappointment over the years. <laughs> Just went over the line. It celebrated a lot of birthdays alone.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: it's been more
2: birthdays alone than it has inside Mr. Ha <laughs> Well that is the hot dog hacienda after all
1: <laughs> Well played
2: both no, of you
3: <laughs> I think you
2: should suggest to Helena that that's what you should start referring to <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we get done recording and go upstairs, I want you to refer to Sherry. That's <laughs> <As> that. <laughs> I just want to see how she reacts.
2: <laughs> well, right now, at least when I came down here, she was playing Minecraft um, with Liam. Uh, well, right before bed. so
1: She was still working on Friday. before I came back down?
2: Well, she has this process that she likes to go through and organize all their shit at the end of each time they're playing. Um, and so. That process takes a long time, so we'll see it by the time we're done recording this episode live, as it were.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Isn't we'll, she uh, supposed to be at work? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's true. She probably has a client that she's skipping I out on. I'm work for this. <laughs> yeah, and Liam didn't even go to school today. <laughs>
0: uh, but He's anyway. better off. It's, it's Monday. Why doesn't he have school? I know.
2: That's the crazy thing. They're up there playing Minecraft. She didn't even take him to take the lad to school. Uh, <laughs> I've Never under school these Catholic educations. <laughs> well, we just called it a religious holiday, and it's fine <laughs> exactly Teacher uh, in service, day. yeah well, uh, circling back around the original air date of this episode, um I can tell you that there was a special occasion happening when this originally aired. Uh, there was a young man, an eleven year old boy who was, uh, his parents said, "What do you want for your birthday, little Jeffrey?" Mm. and he said, <laughs> "Mom and dad, all I want is for the this kid at school, my new school that I've uh, known for a few months, you mm-hmm. mean my best friend. Ah. That kid's name was Jeffrey, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as Ski, uh-huh. December 1st, 1990. Uh-huh. And that, uh, that person he wanted to be his best friend, uh-huh. sitting right here. Me? It, no, that wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, the checks are still rolling in. So, <laughs> as, as long as Deborah keeps sending me my monthly payment, then I'll still be. She's <laughs> <best friend. laughs> she still
0: in Whitestown?
1: Yes.
2: Yes, uh, December 1st, uh, 1990 was when the original air date for this so that's one was. The day you two met. What's that? the said that you two consummated your That would have been the first birthday that we yeah. that we knew each other. You consummated uh-huh. your friendship, huh? What do you consider consummating <laughs> your <laughs> friendship? You blew up some candles together. I doubt that it we really spent his birthday together. <laughs> um, my gut feeling was... Is, 1990, you guys would have been, what, 13, 12? Uh, let's see, 11. 11. Yeah, well, he would have just turned 12. because this would have been sixth grade, mm-hmm. he would have just turned 12. I was still a couple months away um, gotcha. from that. So, so, yeah, right around the same age as Joey is now. Yeah. <laughs> About the age when you put corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we've told this story before on the podcast, but <clears throat> Ski was not... Um, he was—he was a late bloomer. We'll say that. Um, he's a—he's a perfectly handsome dude now and has been for his whole eh, adult life. But that's
1: really uh,
2: but subjective, as, I'd say. As a sixth grader, <laughs> he had a mouthful of teeth going in different directions, mm. glasses, mm. and hair that was long and not fashionable. Oh. Um, <laughs> fight for <laughs> Right. Um, and he—he he held on to the lie that he had already uh, lost his virginity for so long. Uh-huh. To a girl that he met before he knew us, which would have meant he would have had like been 10. 10, yeah, 10 years old-ish. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until he so finally... So early bloomer in that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until he finally had consummated, or uh, whatever you want to call it.
1: Um, consummated our
2: friendship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways... It, um, was a, it was a girl, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that Nicole?
1: No. Oh. I, I mean... If my daughter's listening, yes. Um, Oh, (laughs) really? Yes.
0: Heaven forbid you give her the wrong impression and send her down the wrong path sexually. (laughs) And she starts thinking that
2: sex before marriage is permissible. Exactly.
1: I wouldn't want that, Alan. Well, it could just be
2: you. Set the good example I think early in out of the barn, <laughs> <laughs> and his name's Camden.
0: Exactly. I love that baby. Yeah, I'm sure That's you do. Fine. Yeah. It doesn't.
2: Like we're not. We're not downing her. We're just saying that you missed the boat on that opportunity already. Exactly. You're gonna have that talk. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're about a year and a half late. Look, I did
1: try. All right, just uh, put that out there. A year and a half plus nine months. <laughs> yeah. Well, Camden's like a
2: year and what? Two months now? Three months? I don't know. Okay, so maybe about two years ago, we wouldn't need two and a half years ago to have that talk. But yeah. oh well. Well, anyway, this episode was written by uh, Tom Whedon Oh yeah. And directed by Matthew Diamond, who, yeah. as we've learned, people don't seem to like because they don't listen to our episodes that are ma- <laughs> that are uh, re- Matt Diamond episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Did you
1: say Tom Whedon is is related to Joss? Yeah, it's Whedon? his dad mm. and
0: Jed and um, other Weedens. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Oh, is there
2: a girl Whedon? Uh uh Whedon? Jen Whedon's wife. Is um, Tom Whedon's daughter? That's really awkward. Oh, okay. Um,
0: Maurice Tesheron or whatever. I think she was the the third credited creator of Agents of
2: Shield. Oh okay. Oh. I was so hoping that she was like the third uh what are those sisters um that were <laughs> the Del Rubio triplets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: She was a Sanderson sister (coughs) from uh, Hocus Pocus.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a whole thing. Like, that was something that escaped me when I was a lad. Like, I was just slightly too old for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I never watched it or whatever. But my wife's, like, the sweet spot for that. So it's one of those things she introduced me to. You know, we
2: watch it every year. I feel like Hocus Pocus has a similar life as a, A Christmas Story. I don't mm. think it was a huge, huge hit when yeah, it came yeah, yeah. out. I think it's something that gained momentum as time has gone on. Those, those
1: yeah. people who loved it when they were littler
2: mm. have yeah.
1: grown up. It's been more of a cult following. Yeah,
2: I, I totally think so. I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe, like you said, maybe there's people like Kalena who grew mm-hmm. up with it and loved it from the mm-hmm. moment it came out. Yeah. I but,
1: actually remember seeing it in the theater when yeah. I was a kid. Oh, uh, really?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I also think that there's um, you know, a
0: certain segment of the population that Home Alone 2... Is their preferred home alone? Oh, really? for the Holidays, yeah.
2: Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is another one of those movies that wasn't mm-hmm. a, a huge box office hit. Yeah. I don't even know how to market it when it first came out. Yeah. I mean, that was one that I saw in the theater. I yeah. think I did too, but it was a you know it was kind of there in between. Is it a kids movie? Is it a, it really isn't a little kids movie, but it was under the Disney yeah, brand yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So do you consider that to be a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd call it a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean the word Christmas is right in the uh, title, even though it's a Halloween character that's part of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm But anyways, uh,
0: I wish they still um, or do they have they have on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, like I'm the pretty Simpsons sure they do. <laughs> the Simpsons, yeah. The Simpsons Christmas collection, like, do they have like a little category for like Simpsons I, Christmas things? I'm
2: not sure if that's something they have on their year round or if they rotate those gotcha. uh, kind of viewing lists. The holiday, yeah. ones, yeah.
0: Because they got thirty some Christmas ones, right?
2: I mean, probably assumably in that ballpark. I would I would think they have probably done a Christmas one every season, if you know, not most, at least. Yeah. Cassidy's um all time
0: favorite episode of this episode is uh, King Size Homer. Oh, that's an excellent episode. Yeah, she
2: loves that one. Yeah, I, I love that one too. I mean, my favorite all time is Bart on the Road, um, mm-hmm. but that, that's a high one on the list Me, as well. My favorite is Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Another great one. Do you have a favorite Simpsons episode, Ski? I don't
1: know if I do. I like, I like I'd have to, I have to sit and think about it for a while. He likes Patty and so
2: Selma episodes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> no, Ski thinks the finest episode of The Simpsons is Simpsons. anything with Jib Jib. Jub Jub. Jub Jub, sorry. he likes the with the crossover with Family Guy.
0: <laughs>
1: I have never seen that one actually.
2: Now, thinks the finest episode of The Simpsons is Simpsons roasting over an open fire, Mm -hmm. the first episode, because they needed (laughs) that one to set up all the rest. Exactly. (laughs) Eight. That's the last episode. Yeah,
1: (laughs) my my favorite episode is uh, Tracy Ullman series. Yeah. uh, Season one. One, episode one.
2: (laughs) Whichever the first time it ever appeared was. I think it
1: was the first episode.
0: Was it. So her sec- Cassidy's second favorite episode is that Lego episode. Oh, that's a fun one. Which I I'd never seen that one before until she showed it to me the I other only day.
1: Oh I I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, like Homer's um I guess it was dreaming, whatever. Like something like that. Does um, it actually
1: use like Lego animation? Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, like that style of animation. And then Wakes up and he's like the regular traditional 2D animation or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he's trying to work through some issues.
1: I remember the first time they did a 3D animated Homer
2: Mm -hmm. in the Triassic Horror episode, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. lots of good Simpsons episodes. But this episode um, of Golden Girls, uh, Stand By Your Man, Mm -hmm. I think I've already mentioned Tom Whedon, writer, Matthew Diamond, director, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump into it if you guys are cool. Real quick, can I go ahead and tell you what I did not like about the episode? I don't want you just to check out now. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> if you would like to give a commentary now, that's fine. Yes. Okay. What no, didn't you like about it? No, Cesar Romero. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: It so did that's...
1: have a lot less than the last episode. I it did. That.
0: It did notably, noticeably. But I saw less Miles as well. It's one of those things I had finally gotten over <laughs> my heartbreak from a lack of Paul Dooley, mm. and now they <laughs> cock-tease me with Cesar Romero. Uh, like the episode ends with him and Sophia professing their love for one another. Yeah. Now, where's he gone?
2: Awesome. See ya. He's gone the way of Max and Tashiro. <laughs> yeah, I was going to
1: say, he's with her other boyfriends.
2: Exactly. Yeah, husbands. Loving him, leaving type, isn't she? Um, she is. All right. Well, uh, now that's what I call pandering. In the most uh, shameless example of audience pandering to date, the episode starts off with Rose thanking Dreyfus for bringing the boys over. Followed by Dreyfus running through the living room followed by three puppies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I make
1: a side note? Yeah. Because obviously it's a reference to uh, Empty Nest. I don't ever remember Dreyfus having puppies.
2: I mean, I don't remember that either, but I don't remember that much about Empty Nest, to be truthful. I think it's um, you know, he
0: got rid of them off camera. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in an episode of The Golden Girls. <laughs> right. I also wonder, like, you know, what kind of absentee mom didn't keep her own kids? Like, why, why is Dreyfus stuck with them? <laughs>
2: Hey, listen. He's just a good dad that's involved. That's all.
0: Harry
1: <laughs> was the only one that had uh, space in the house. Yeah. It's an empty nest, after all. <laughs>
2: True.
0: Dreyfus stole those babies from their mama. <laughs>
2: so anyways, um, go ahead. You have uh, something to say? Is that the original Dreyfus or is that new Dreyfus? I don't know. I mean, I assume it's the original Dreyfus because he's credited in the episode as uh, being okay. the same Dreyfus. So you ever seen Bear Lassie? the dog. No, I never did see who Lassie, Head. but I hear that. Uh, the roast has some opinions. <laughs> <Jeez>.
0: <laughs> I know if I were doing this recap, we'd be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if I were doing this recap, I'd be rounding the home stretch. Right. <laughs> we ended five minutes ago. Exactly. These people got places to do. They can be spending all of November 7th sitting Well, around. I mean, they, they've <laughs> got to trade
1: their uh, spouse uh, trading cards. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially if they're dead, they they're worth more. It's like a
0: Honus Wagner. Uh, exactly. It's very hopeful one of them child brides get a mint
2: card. The <laughs> <A> rookie season. <laughs> All right. Well Rose confirms <laughs> that Sophia also likes it when puppies come when the puppies come over. And Dorothy comments that it's because it temporarily shifts the blame if they find a puddle on the floor. Exactly. Plausible deniability. <laughs> exactly. Adela's yeah. uh, Blanche comes in and Dorothy offers a suggestion of going to the library. Uh, Blanche agrees and spins a yarn about how much more efficient uh, Big Daddy was at burning books than your average ignorant yokel.
1: <laughs> yeah, start from the bottom. That's <laughs> actually quite accurate. <laughs>
2: right now. Much better fire. Exactly. Um, Now, I don't have any deep dives this week because I decided to go a different direction. I've complained in the past that I don't take the blame for the length of my episodes. I blame the two of you for not bringing things (laughs) up in between things. Uh Although you two have really been holding up your end so far. (laughs) Preemptively proving you wrong. Exactly. (laughs) But even with that in mind, discussion question number one. Who is your favorite television animal? Uh, My favorite television animal would be um, Mr. Ed of course. Okay. Oh, he is a horse of a horse of course of course. Exactly. So how about you, Ski? Who's your favorite TV animal?
1: Oh man, I don't know. I think since we've been talking about it, Simpsons, has got to go with uh Santa Santa's Nova little helper. Yeah. Mm, he's a solid. Maybe one.
2: maybe
0: uh Snowball too.
2: Okay. See so, you now, I got to go Who's with on? Nibbler
0: from Nib- Futurama. Does oh, yeah. that
2: count? I, I guess, sure. I mean, I didn't say that it has to be a live animal or a real animal, just some that But he he talks too, you know, at different points in that.
0: So um, that doesn't count. Well, so is Mr. Ed. That's true, yeah. And yeah, Mr. Ed is an intelligent animal.
2: Fair enough, yeah. So Yeah, I guess, nibble. so does Nibbler take Mr. Ed's spot in your heart? Uh, um, for right now, yes. Well, both of you are wrong. The correct answer is Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. Oh, uh, he, yeah, the, yeah, I stand corrected. So, Have you seen Lancelot Link, Secret Ski"? I have not. Oh, my gosh. It's about a, a, a detective monkey. Kind Sing of the song. Yeah. Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know the rest. <laughs> um, I, I could probably sing along with it though if I if it yeah. was on because it did have a really catchy catchy theme song. Um,
1: now, I mean, Darkwing Duck is that's pretty catchy too because he's a duck. Uh, does that count as an animal? <laughs> or does that what? be pet? Well, not? <laughs> well, I'm saying like he's a like a human I mean, type. I pleasure. did say it's television counting, animal,
0: but counting Nibbler and Santa's Little Helper. How's <laughs> Darkwing Duck
2: substantially different?
1: Well, he's not like ah, yeah. he didn't say pet. So yeah,
2: I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I didn't say pet. Because I guess for all of us, it wouldn't really be. Well, for you, a pet would definitely apply for you. And if you're on Nibbler, Nibbler applies as a pet. Mm-hmm. But Lancelot Link would not apply as a pet since he lives yeah. in a world of monkeys. But you
0: just said TV animal. That's true. Because right. I was thinking yeah. of Spuds McKenzie and exactly. all sorts yeah, of options. Yeah. That uh, Taco Bell Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. You
2: know. Does the, uh, the Target's
1: got a dog now? Does it have a name? Spot. Spot. Oh, mm-hmm. duh. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Scrooge McDuck. Be good. Yeah, I mean. That's but I'm. Tr- you yeah, got to think is that too. dog lost? What's that? The dog on lost. I don't remember what his name is. But if you don't well, remember yeah. his name, I don't think you qualify as <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> I go with the polar bear. Right. right. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we move into scene two now. Is that the end of the discussion? The first question.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, can I add something from before? Yeah. You had said something about before, uh, like
0: a different episode, or before, like the discussion question.
1: Before the discussion question, okay. this episode. Okay. okay. Um, I want to get bearings. And now yeah. you have totally thrown me off. I completely forgot <laughs> what I was going to say.
2: Well, if you remember later, then you can add it again later on. Give me
0: like ten seconds.
2: Just it ten was... seconds of dead air. <laughs> <while> yeah. <you're... laughs>
0: I like the... the narwhal from the claymation elf. Oh, okay. That was pretty good too. Yeah.
1: Thank you, narwhal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's walking around like yeah. the uh, the candy cane forest
0: or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. Those are real things, you know.
2: The candy cane forest? No, narwhals. Oh, yeah, I do know that. <laughs> Ski, what what is the horn? It's Can actually
0: you... not a horn, Al. It's really? a tooth.
2: Huh. It's weird,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> right out, yeah. It's... I
2: remember how disappointed you were the first time you tried to whip out that piece of knowledge, and you're like, yeah. do you know what that's not a horn? I'm like, yeah, it's a tooth. And you're like, oh, I guess you do know. Like I just saw the light go out of your eyes. <laughs> the sadness train. Yeah.
0: He knew that was a tooth because he'd been saving that burn since you were 11. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, yeah, it's his birthday. I won't drop it. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: that's the tooth you would have had had you not gotten braces. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so they're like, Jeffrey needs braces. Dental plan. <laughs> uh, you Remember that artist rendering
0: Bart's mouth? If he didn't get his Oh, retainer? that's what no, he was talking It was it Lisa. It was Lisa.
2: Um, oh, Lisa. Yeah, because yeah, that was that's, the Lisa needs braces were. Gotcha, yeah. And yeah, it's like, this was her at age, whatever, whatever. And then 18. <laughs> it's like, it's like going, going through her skull. Yeah. <laughs> Um, funny. All right. Well, uh, if you remember what you need to add, skip. Yeah, i, I, I mean, I've totally forgot. though, no, but it's, all
1: right. it's probably not that bad. I'm but sure when right. you do,
2: when you do remember, it'll be a complete non sequitur that you bring the podcast <laughs> to a halt in order to say. I'm fine with that. I
0: uh, interject more. You specifically said that.
2: Yeah, I do. I'm. i totally fine with it. Also, well, scene two starts off with an excellent news set at the library. Uh, Blanche immediately decides that she wants to check out uh, a man who is reading Volume 7 of the Encyclopedia, Females to Fondle. Uh, Dorothy checks out the latest Stephen King book, assumably the uncut edition of The Stand, and Blanche makes a date with the man she just met who is definitely not the walking dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Do you know who the walking dude is, Ski?
1: I thought you meant some like, on the stand. Yeah, like, yeah, Randall flag That's one yeah. of his
2: other names that he goes by, is the walking dude. So, uh, Any fan of the show can immediately tell that this is a Blanche is a horrible person episode as we find out that hooray. our new paramour. What's Was <laughs> it hooray? Yeah, exactly. Um, we find out that the guy. Yeah? Go ahead. Uh, that Ted is wheelchair bound.
0: See, and I think it's just a step back. It's one of those things that, like, if they would have done, you know. Ted first, okay, mm-hmm. then I think they could go back to the well with, but now he's blind. Right. But once she's okay with a blind man, then it's like, well, of course she's
2: going to be okay with a guy in a chair. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Um, and, and I will, to her credit, she gets past it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I mean, it only takes her half of a date. To yeah. get past well, her prejudice. Well, I think having a, a butler is, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's someone there to do your butling? Exactly. Now, but the one thing that I She thought... likes the buttle stuff. Yeah. Well, and honestly, <laughs> if you have someone who may have limited mobility, you want someone else to handle their buttling.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: Somebody to maneuver them into place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Slow down, Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> doing it gyrating for him. Yeah. Do you think Alvin's not allowed to make eye contact with her?
2: I'm not sure, but I think his name is Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure when he said slow down Alvin. If this is a reference I wasn't getting. (laughs) It's a
0: chipmunk thing. (laughs) My favorite TV
2: animal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, I I was going to talk about this with... Sherry, Sherry listens to this podcast, so it doesn't Yeah, show. she does. Right, mm-hmm. So I won't then. Okay. <laughs> like, right. I don't want to spoil a Stephen King book for it. Like, when the six of us, um, the three of us, plus our three better halves, all went out... Was it last Friday?
2: Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So
0: I started to broach the
2: subject, but she, had, she hadn't read that book yet. And I was like, well, I ain't going to spoil it for her. I right think she's a can. long way from getting to that book, too. Isn't it a relatively recent one? Yeah, yeah. So, so long story short,
0: Stephen King's later... You know, like 95% of a great book, and mm-hmm. then the final chapter really, really annoyed me. <laughs> like, I've never been that disheartened by a final chapter in a book,
2: ever. I feel like that happens to you a lot with things, <laughs> that you mm-hmm. like a lot of one thing, and then you get pissed off at the last portion yeah, of it. You just I think you in. write an ending in your own head, and then if it doesn't, match the ending that you like.
1: they <laughs> wrote that wrong. <laughs> he did this
2: last
0: chapter.
1: So-and-so should have said, done such-and-such. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I just, mean, I think that she, it'll be long enough between now and when she gets to that book that uh, you can have the conversation in full and it'll be completely new to her. So can we would have it now? No, no, I'm not oh. saying that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think she'll spoil the ending. I'm just saying that I don't think she'll go in biased when she goes listening to the book because she will likely have forgotten about this conversation since we're just talking about it in vagaries anyway. So I can tell her that? The ending sucks. You can tell her that she didn't like the ending. Oh, okay, um, but I can't tell her why I didn't like the ending. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, I think that's reasonable. Well, she's listening to this live, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably a lot closer now that it's today, that's November seventh. Upstairs <laughs> listening now. <laughs> <laughs> so, just oh yeah, we just conver- got a comment in the <laughs> Facebook feed. Saved me a conversation <laughs> when I'm walking out the door. Yeah. Uh, Oh. Well, anyways, uh, Ted says that he's got to get rolling to make. <laughs> <it go. laughs> he said that too, right? Like that's the I, he used. I, just, I can't remember if he did or not, but I think he did. Actually, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I didn't even catch that at <laughs> all. But he's got to make it to a meeting, and he heads out of the library and in the scene, mm-hmm. which brings us to discussion question number two. Uh, if you had to lose e- either the use of your arms or your legs, which one would you pick? I would lose my legs. Legs. Yeah. What about you, Ski?
1: Oh, that reminded me. Of what I was going to bring up.
2: Uh, that's exactly what so. I figured you would remember. <laughs>
1: so if if you so, what's the guy's name? Ted. Ted, yeah. Uh, one semi-like interesting concern that I thought Blanche might actually have mm-hmm. that wouldn't be completely, you know, making her be a horrible person is: does he have the use of his other faculties mm-hmm. down there, right? Yeah. Like can he get up mean? in a Like Ed, you know, like. Oh. <laughs> Uh, You know, past tense things. What? (laughs) If he can get an erection. Huh? I think he's messing with me, Alan. I just got an inkling. Got an inkling down there? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... So, in this hypothetical you're bringing up,
2: right? Just power through. If you lose your legs, Uh, is that gone too? Well, I don't think it was gone for him, so I don't think it's automatically gone. Yeah. Okay, now what about Brent? If would that change your opinion?
0: Sorry, I lose my entire bottom half.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, you lose the use of it. Like I'm not saying that you're just a torso (laughs) and that the rest is gone, but yes, that you're you're not able to control your bowels or your uh, genitals.
0: I mean, yeah. I think I just I'd rather have hands than anything that's going on down there.
2: Mm-hmm. See, now I think the bowel, like, I think losing losing that uh, those two things, not being able to ever you know have an erection again, or be able to control when you're going to shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point I that's would take the, the I would keep you? the arms and the lower half. But if it was just the use of my legs or the use of my arms, I agree. I'd go with you. I feel like the world is kind of set up for people, not set up, but is more accommodating for the people who are in wheelchairs and whatnot mm-hmm. um, than people who don't have functional arms. Mm. So. so you're saying you'd rather lose control of your bowels than you would lose control of the remote control? No. Um, I'm saying that I, if that was part of it, then I want to control my bowels more than the remote. If it was um,
1: just the legs, you would rather lose. Yes. Those, right? If
2: it was just the legs, but my bowels and privates were all going to work <laughs> normally, then I would. I'll go ahead and I'll lose the legs. But if I'm losing those also, then take my arms, um, and let me keep the rest. I'm with you on so that. So you'd happens. be able to defecate on your own, but Sherry gets to control what you watch on the TV. Right. And has to wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trade-off for her. Yeah. So it's like we can still do it, but <laughs> you may not want to after you wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going yeah, to have to space those things out. You yeah, know? exactly. So, all right.
0: Yeah. I'd always keep my hands just because, you know, I like to type and read. And do if you don't things. have your
2: hands, what's the point of what's down below? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're uh, in the living room now. Uh, Blanche is trying to figure out a way out of the date and ultimately decides to ask Dorothy to be her chaperone. Uh, She says, Dorothy's a perfect third wheel, saying, I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean you make men uncomfortable. (laughs) It's a gift. Don't waste it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sophia agrees to go with Blanche as payment for aiding and abetting the harassment of a police officer. Uh, Rose walks in. I guess she doesn't really aid, but she does cover up for her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rose walks in and says they are allowed to keep one of the puppies, and Dorothy comments that uh, no one is there during the day. Uh, Sophia pipes in, and Dorothy corrects herself, saying, "No one lucid is home during the day." That was a line I particularly liked.
1: I think that was one of my favorites.
2: Uh, Blanche leaves the room, and Rosa uh, brings in the dog that she plans to keep. Bingo. So is that another. Yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what is your favorite personal pet story, Brent? Discussion question number three, by the way. My favorite, like a pet that I owned. Yeah, something that happened to a pet that you owned.
0: Um. I told you I had chameleons named Elvis and Priscilla, right? I don't think so. Maybe you did, but I don't remember it anyway. <laughs> I had chameleons named Elvis and Priscilla. Um so names I would, thank you. Um so I would have been, I don't know, ten, maybe eleven or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one summer day and I just rode my bike down to the pet store and I was like, Oh, they sell chameleons there, you know, and it was like, I don't know, probably eight, nine dollars or whatever and for some reason I had ten bucks, okay. you know and so I dude gave me a chameleon in a bag <laughs> <laughs> did it bike. turn clear no no, no. um as I brought my bag or whatever so anyways you know I'd get back on my bike and ride back down US 31 with my chameleon in a bag <laughs> to my house and I was like I got a pet now and then my parents were slightly annoyed because <laughs> they had to drive me back to the pet store so I could buy an aquarium and Everything you know. Right. <laughs> you know. Because uh, a bag is not the best habitat. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Plus that some bitch wanted to eat. That so you know, ridiculous. crickets and stuff like that. Um, and then I thought, you know, a few weeks later I thought he was lonely or whatever. So I went down and I bought Elvis a Priscilla, you know, and some more crickets, because, you know, they eat every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so and then like the my grandfather then made me uh because I was just keeping the crickets and like this. little Cardboard box, you know mm. that the first batch of crickets came in, but then like they started to eat through the box or whatever, and got out into my room. Oh, and oh so man, we had crickets in our house for about six months, and you oh. could just hear them nonstop. Oh, was awful. So, um, but <laughs> then night and, grand- and stuff, they're yeah, yeah. chirping exactly, like rubbing the little legs together <laughs> or whatever. Um, th- so then my grandfather made me a, a cricket habitat to keep their food in or whatever. And it was a whole production for about a year or so. Mm. Um. And then finally I was like, "Well, oh, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> you know? So my dad and sister um, took Elvis and Priscilla down and released them at the park. Or I assume birds ate them soon after or right. something. <laughs> I <don't know.
2: laughs> yeah. I like the idea that you guys are walking, you know, shoulder to shoulder, like, yeah, they're off to a better life now. And then, like, immediately the birds swoop <laughs> exactly. down. Conversely, I like
1: the idea that they're invasive species. And now there's just, like, this higher overrun of chameleons in that In the
0: area. Franklin area. Exactly. Yeah. Providence Park yeah, is just literally like, like with them.
1: Three or four different insect varieties are no longer <laughs> in existence. Sure,
0: right. yeah. Surely if it was an invasive species the pet store wouldn't be selling yeah. them. <laughs> so
2: how about you, Ski? Do you have a favorite pet story?
1: I'm sure I probably could think of something. Um, I would have to say if I had to pick pets would be the ones I just recently had. Uh, Isaac and King. Um,
2: Two cats, correct? Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, and they got along pretty well um, most of the time. Uh, I do remember one specific story. It would be a good one. Uh, we were, uh, my wife was a uh, scout leader for Girl Scouts, mm-hmm. for Dars Troop. And uh, one year we were the cookie house, basically. Oh, sure. So, like, for our group, we had all the cookies in our front room. And the... Cats were, like, like they were stacked up in boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, pretty high, because we had so many of them. And uh, the cats were, like, jumping up on the oh, the closed boxes, and, like, Isaac would, like, bat at one's face, <laughs> the other one's face. And Nicole got a picture of them playing with each other, kind of fighting. And then the picture, because uh, cats have real reflective eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like his eyes were, like, glowing, like, looked like some, like, kind of weird sci-fi classic fight. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i've seen i remember king um i don't remember isaac as well but king lasted a bit, a bit longer than isaac correct
1: oh uh, we put him down at the same time oh okay
2: well i remember king and, and king i was a
1: little bit better shape but isaac lost a lot of weight before he passed he was okay. diabetic
2: well i just that's probably because of all those cookies you fed him. them well, um, I'm guessing they must have gone through a few <laughs> boxes of those girls because <laughs> those were two hefty hefty cats um did lexus sell many cookies
1: Oh yeah, we sold a ton of freaking cookies, dude.
0: Because now she just gives him wakes. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> he was waiting. Yeah. He was waiting.
2: He he he's a cruel friend to have. Just wait, old man. He can wait all he wants. You're not the kind of person he is. <laughs> so you'll never make that joke. Like his daughter could have a child by his son, and you're still not going to joke about it. You'll feel bad for him and let it go.
0: Um, uh, I do not think, think that joke crossed the line.
2: <laughs> I didn't say it crossed the line. I'm just saying that he's like, oh, just wait. I'll make jokes about your bad situation. Not that Cameron himself is not at yeah, all a bad like situation. A situation. He's a wonderful situation, but um but that said it's (laughs) not under the ideal circumstances um but yeah i mean she was 18 and everything right oh yeah Yeah, she she was in her 20s like early 20s 21 20 yeah 22 22 yeah yeah so i mean she was a grown woman and everything yeah Yeah. certainly she can give away her cookies to whoever she wants exactly (laughs) i don't like this conversation (laughs) Exactly. well my favorite pet story is a specific story um Sherry and I had gone to a work thing back when I worked at McDonald's. I was a manager there way back when Sherry uh-huh. was still at IU, yeah. and we went to a place called Bear's Place in Bloomington. Have you ever mm-hmm. been there, Brent? Mm-hmm. I've been to Mama Bear's. Okay, uh, I don't think that's what it was. I think it was Bear's Place, but I could be wrong.
0: Mama Bear's is a pizzeria.
2: Okay, well this place was like I think they had a comedy show going on or something there. I uh, have a side like,
0: story when you're done. Go
1: ahead.
2: Okay. Well, they what have a they have a drink there. I don't remember, but they have a drink there called the Harry Bear. Okay. And it's got like seven shots of various liquors in it, mm-hmm. and so it's for someone. And we weren't, we were never big drinkers, but Sherry had two of these things, mm-hmm. so she was quite wasted when we left there. Yeah. When we came home, you know, she, I took her up to bed. She is this went
0: heavy petting story.
2: What's that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but in what she, direction
0: is this going?
2: Not too long after we got home, there was a little round trash can, you know, like your kind of typical yeah. bathroom trash cans, mm-hmm. next to the bed, and Sherry filled that thing with vomit. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, we're, we're talking like an inch from the top, nice. at, at yeah. least. <laughs> well, I saw a boot come up. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know, I mean, I'll take some blame for this, because I did not take it and dump it out immediately, as oh. I should have. The next morning, the dog had drank all oh. of the vomit. I mean, the thing oh, was empty. She had drank all of it, and she smelled like a booze. Eight she gallons was, of vomit. Yeah, she was stumbling around <laughs> throughout the day. That is so-
3: <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Oh, that's so, so yeah, gross. That's
2: my personal favorite pet story of a pet <laughs> I owned. else
1: was- did you mention it had to be one we owned? Because I have no. another favorite pet story besides.
2: I mean, that, no, it didn't have to be anything. Uh, I, I need any I'm, other specific. I'm
1: sure I would come with a, a million of uh, Isaac and King. Sure. Or even Reba when I was a kid, but uh, one of my favorite pet stories of all time was with uh, Brandon and Bear.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, how he would hold her ears. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You actually would probably tell it better if you want.
2: I mean, it's not a story so much; it's more of an interaction. But Bear, she was a dog that Sherry's family had when she was growing up. Uh-huh. And Sherry has a younger brother, Brandon, who's 15 years younger than us, and when he was little, he would make Barry lick him in the mouth, and then she like would... the
1: roof of his mouth, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: and so and if she tried to stop, he would grab her ears and scream in her face until she started licking in the roof of his mouth again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pretty gross, but, you know, little kids. I still love that story. Kids are gross humans in general, but... He's 15 years younger. Which is like exhibit A as to why
0: you shouldn't be bringing her flowers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the same parents. Um, <laughs> so just to be
2: uh, clear, but yeah.
0: anyways. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, John's always bringing flowers home, and next thing you know, he's got a <laughs> Another baby. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah. laughs> 15 years after he thought he'd stopped.
2: <laughs> well, it is weird, because Sherry and her sister, her older sister, they're five years apart. Then there was a 10-year gap, and then she has two younger siblings who are also five years apart from mm-hmm. each other. So... The four kids have 20 years between oh, them, right. but they were in two five-year sets. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I didn't realize it was that big a gap, but yeah, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. Um, we'll, so, how old's, what's
0: that? so how old is everybody now?
2: Let's see. Becky would have just turned... Uh, she's
0: my age, right?
2: Yeah, I think she's... Well, maybe a year or two older than you, I think. Okay. I think Becky just turned 47. Okay. Um, Sherry's She just turned 47 or 48. I can't remember yeah. for sure. Um, 47. 47, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then... Sherry is about to turn forty three. Lisa just turned thirty three, and Brandon's uh, twenty eight. Gotcha. So, um, so, anyway, so we get a a new set now as Blanche and Sophia enter Ted's apartment. Uh, Blanche introduces Sophia as her grandmother and starts talking about the things that she taught her, um, like putting up peach yeah. preserves and making her own clothes. It was potent. Yep, <laughs> that, that was one of my maybe my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sophia responds uh, several lines that she says in this part are great. But she does she starts off with. We was Poe, mm-hmm. and then uh, there was another thing that Blanche said about being family, and she says, we show do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then recounting when Blanche was 15, and she caught her under a pile of hillbillies. Picture it, me with a crowbar, prying off cousins off uh, <laughs> left and right. Yeah. Um, Ted realizes that Blanche is uncomfortable about his, uh, about the wheelchair, but points out that he's basically the same guy he was before whatever accident he had. I thought it was odd because he was like, see that boy in the picture? Apparently he has a picture of himself as a lad, <laughs> like, on the end table. Yeah. Um, well, I think maybe
1: he was an actual baseball player because he was a, a sports, sports agent, agent right? Yeah. So he said that that guy in the baseball outfit or uniform. So I wonder if he actually played for a time.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, like, it, I, th- I think so. But, I mean, I still think it was an old picture of himself. I don't think he was just pointing to some other athlete. Well, no, or... no,
1: I know, but I'm saying, like, I think he may have played well, – I guess it's so you think then it's
2: cool to put a picture of yourself if you're a <laughs> professional
1: athlete? Well, it, I, we don't know it was just him, though.
2: Uh, that's I true. I thought it was. It, it looked was, like one s- person, but did yeah. Did see
1: the picture very well? Because I don't remember seeing it very no, well. No,
2: I mean, not like a close-up of it or anything. I, I didn't know. It was,
0: it was in, you know, portrait format. Like, yeah. it wasn't landscaping. Yeah, yeah. But you would have like
1: Well, I didn't know if maybe people. it was a picture of him with a friend like, or
0: a coat. Like, was like, uh, me and Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Something like that, you know what I mean? Like...
1: If I played uh, with Mark McGuire, I'd have a picture of us hanging up together or something. Yeah,
2: fair enough. I mean, that's the
0: thing that they need. So, like, when you go to, like, the old-timey photo booths, they're always like, oh, you can be a gunslinger or a saloon girl. Mm -hmm. Why don't they have, like, an old-timey baseball
2: uniform? That would be a good one. Or an old-time pugilist. Exactly. You know, (laughs) I could dress like Cornish Wagner or Gentleman Jim Braddock or something. Yeah, that would be great. They really should.
1: (laughs) Say, no, no, I brought my own outfit. Hold on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just got to take my shirt off. i got my unitard on underneath. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, that's very nice, sir.
2: <laughs> um, anyways, uh, well, that he points out. Okay, he points out he's basically the same. Um, he calls his manservant Andy, mm-hmm. and with a card of uh, champagne and caviar, we fast forward a bit, and Blanche is finishing up dessert while Sophia is amazed by Ted's bedroom. Uh, Ted makes a play for Blanche's virtue, saying, "If I strike out, I strike out, but at least I want to take my turn about." I thought it was a great line. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a good philosophy to live yeah. life in a lot of ways. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, exactly. Um, they kiss, uh, Sophia catches them, and the scene ends.
0: I liked uh, Sophia commenting that he has the clapper,
2: yeah, and that her arms are worn out <laughs> from, exactly. or I think she says her hands are raw from <laughs> clapping so many well, times. Well, doesn't she even
1: say my little Magnolia looks like she's a hoe now?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, which mm-hmm. uh-huh. well, one
1: of
0: those things like it makes perfect sense. I mean. Unless he has the light switch just above his bed. Right. He needs the clapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: that's true. Um, and and if it is above his bed, like to the right, it could be in multiple places, as we've exactly. seen on the Golden exactly. Girls. It can, right. it can switch about a little it's bit. It's Yeah. I mean, you think Andy installed it? He's
0: like, I'm tired of going in there and turning off the lights. I'm just going to get him the clapper. Right.
2: It may be. <laughs> well, discussion question four. Uh, okay. Personality and looks inside... How much money does it take to make up for the lack of functioning legs?
0: You know me. I love
2: to go dancing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You can dance if you want to and leave your friends behind. (laughs) (laughs) So So how much do you think that a a person would have to make? And let's assume you know the kind of more, uh, I don't know, societal norms of a guy being the one that we're talking about here in your own position. Again, your looks, your personality, everything aside, you're just saying here's two people exactly the same. One has a better job, um, but can't use his legs. Um, so how much money do you think it takes to make up? How good of a job? How much money to make up for the lack of legs?
0: Well, in your example, you used the word he. So yes. I'm out. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no amount of salary is going to make me go for a
2: dude. <laughs> well, I think there's evidence against that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, well, I mean, okay, fine. Then if it was a... If it was a woman, um okay. what would be I just think men are tend to be judged more by their financial success. I think it's getting less and less, and society's getting but but I think that that's tends to be more of a judging thing um and for men
0: I guess I just disagree with the premise of your discussion question,
2: okay, well, you could just fucking answer it
0: <laughs> <laughs> just follow up query to you
2: then okay, okay, before you've answered, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like Sherry's in a horrible accident and she okay. can no longer walk or anything. Right. What kind of salary does she have to have to keep you from leaving her?
2: Well, I love her, so I would not leave her <laughs> even if she was, you know, I made could make no salary. I'd exactly. still stay with her. So
0: same response for me. You know, like if I love somebody. <laughs> but this is. The not, but that's not the question. Enter
2: into it. The question is the situation where you don't have any other factors to base it on. You're just saying, what's the pay gap? Between okay. you're you so on. I find myself as you're swiping left. Okay, <laughs> I
0: find myself as a single man in a bar. Sure, I see two women. Mm-hmm. One can walk, one can't.
2: Mm-hmm. Identical
0: twins. Identical twins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to look at tax returns to figure <laughs> out you know what they make. <laughs> right. And then based upon the differential factor <laughs> in the leg thing. Yes. Exactly. And then make a decision mm-hmm. what amount am I looking for that'll make me go with one instead of the yeah, other. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Where you're like yeah the. You know, personality, everything else aside, the legs don't matter because she makes this much money financially uh, to make us financially comfortable.
0: I mean, I guess it's one of those things that
2: Same question to you, Ski. <laughs> I guess it'd be a dollar. A dollar? <laughs> one dollar is all the use of legs are worth to you? <laughs> you're
0: saying that everything else is equal. They've got the same personality, Yes. the same everything. Mm-hmm. Well, if everything's the same, then it's really one dollar is the only
2: differential between the two, so that's the one I would go with. The one Ooh, that makes a dollar clever. more. So you're saying that like the use of the legs would make no difference in the in the conversation, that if the one who was in the wheelchair and couldn't use her legs made one dollar more, <laughs> then you would choose her over the one that had the fully functioning legs.
0: Yeah, because I mean, all things being equal. Uh huh. Well, well he's not also. Equal. I think he's.
2: I think he's saying
1: the one in the wheelchair you had to wipe her butt and take care of her. So,
0: oh, so I mean, there so this would is be compensation. Be. This is a well, restitution. This we don't even necessarily uh, say maybe this is punitive damages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is just a situation where you say, okay, there's challenges in every relationship, right? Uh-huh. Okay, well, the, there would be challenges, you know, new challenges with somebody who had limited mobility. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying these two people, they're exactly the same, but this one has limited mobility. But if she made a million dollars a year, I could deal with that limited mobility because everything else is equal. Yeah. So but you're saying all she have to make is $1 more a year? And you would <laughs> go you're with saying her.
0: Everything else is equal. They both got the same sense of humor, the same right. personality. Everything, everything else
2: is equal, but the one the one thing that's not equal is a
0: kind of a big deal. Yeah, but I mean, the devil you know is always better than the devil you don't. Whatever drawbacks the one who can walk has, mm-hmm. they're hidden from me. And I may not like those, but at least this I know what I'm getting. (laughs) I've lost his train of
1: thought. Yeah, because
2: he's just talking in circles that make no sense. (laughs) I'm going to throw out an answer just to... to, Uh, All right, just to end the discussion. I'll
1: say $10 million. (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) You really hate people that don't have abuse their legs.
1: I want a hell of a freaking person to take care of us. And that would really... That's tip of the balance easy.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Okay, that's a lot more than I would think. I, I...
1: I went with a dollar. Yeah, I'm gonna throw the whole office away.
2: I don't know. I I think that you're taking. I, I want
1: twelve Andes. It's
2: <laughs> like I
1: don't know. A team, man.
0: half a completed subway card. Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would say that to me that the I guess the tipping point would be enough money that we. Could live comfortably off of her salary, whatever that would be. So it, I don't know if that's has to be care a specific,
3: her
2: or right? Yeah. Um, so something where it's like, okay, this won't be necessarily a burden because we'll be able to, you know, overcome that burden with finances um, with things that cost Not money. Not a
0: team of Andys, right? So you want
2: you want to be able to just quit your job. I mean, if we're saying that I can, I can have. Either one of these two, and the experience in every other way is going to be the same. I don't know. I don't think it's a horrible. I think it's a decent conversation. I was really meaning it the other way for guys, anyway. I think you made it worse because <laughs> you made it about women, <laughs> because you were unwilling to answer the question. What would make a guy's desirable enough to a person so? Who so was the question is men. basically,
1: what do you think a woman would be say would would have to you think what a guy would have to make for a woman to choose the, the guy, or,
2: or for a person who prefers who prefers men? It doesn't have to be a woman hmm. per se. It could be, you know. Well, I'm saying anybody.
1: I'm saying like we're putting ourselves in the Blanche's exactly, perspective. Yeah. If Blanche okay, so went into Blanche's the library, view,
0: yes.
2: How much
1: does
0: Ted have to have yeah. in order for him to be a suitable mate? Yeah.
1: And so his brother Ed is right beside him, and he's he he makes a different salary, but he's pretty much the same guy.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's the guy in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So how much do you think Ted needs to make for her to be like, yeah, I can overlook that?
0: I mean, I think Ted currently makes enough that she should be able to overlook it. Yeah, fair enough.
2: All right. Uh, Scene six. Um, (laughs) I mean, once you're making
0: Andy money. Or
2: actually, (laughs) scene five, I should say. Uh, So the uh, first time in the kitchen for this episode, and Dorothy is complaining about the destruction the dog has caused. Uh, Sophia blames the dog for stealing $40 out of Dorothy's purse, and Rose says it's up to Blanche if the dog gets to stay or not. Uh, Blanche walks in after a passionate night at Ted's house, extolling how perfect he is for her because he makes enough money. he uh, worked overtime, right? <laughs> um, and well, you a,
1: said he fits her to a G, yeah, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I did. Do you think that's a money comment? No, I think it's a G spot comment. Okay, that's what I'm, <laughs> um, I don't
1: know. If you meant he was like she was saying it was like to a grand or something. Uh,
2: no, I, I think it was a, a sexual con. Yeah, I comment. thought so too. So apparently uh, they have another date scheduled for that night and she uh, goes off to change out of last night's clothes. Uh, Rose starts talking about how she is within her rights to keep the dog and Blanche comes back in asking who chewed up her new red shoes. Uh, Rose says that uh, she did it and the scene ends. So uh, discussion question number five. What the fuck, Rose? Or is this (laughs) Rose's worst roommate moment to date? Bringing in a dog that no one else has agreed to and insisting that she should be allowed to keep it regardless of the destruction that it causes? Yes. I think so, too. I mean, I think Rose is a great roommate in general, but I think this is her one time where I've been like, no, that's a shitty roommate thing to do, to act like no one else's opinion on the well, circumstances yeah, matter. We don't
1: really necessarily know what the, uh, well, I guess it was a more limited time, but didn't they have a, a chicken that played uh,
2: piano for a while? Yeah, but that wasn't a permanent pet. That was someone who Rose was watching for True, some but limited period of time. Chickens
1: poop a lot. Well, yeah, but <laughs>
2: chicken's also go in a coop. I don't think the chicken was free range around the house in That's general. true.
1: Didn't, it, didn't they got eggs? Yeah. Didn't the joke uh, end up being that they thought the chicken got cooked, too?
2: Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. by uh, the and cousin from the old country or the aunt, yeah. I'm
1: going to agree, though. I think this is pretty bad. If everyone else says no and you're like, but I want it, yeah. <laughs> then you're
0: still kind of in the wrong. Yeah, needs well, especially
2: needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Exactly. Or the needs of the one. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think in this case, it is the needs of the one. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, so we get a quick scene in the living room Mm. where Rose tries to convince Dorothy and Sophia to give the dog a chance. Dorothy recounts the story of her first pet, a paper bird. She tells how Sophia promised her a pony, told her God would turn the bird real if she was good, and then lit the bird on fire to restart the pilot light.
1: I don't think Dorothy was good enough (laughs) because God didn't turn into a real animal. Apparently
2: not, um. So disque- discussion question number six. What the fuck, Sophia? Was this the worst Sophia parenting moment that we've heard about at this point?
1: No, I don't think so.
2: You think we've heard it's worse?
1: probably pretty bad, but like... I mean, the f- she was like using God in this case. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, she... Definitely p- the worst,
2: Sophia. I think so, too, because she promised her something that was not at all a reasonable <laughs> promise. She never could have fulfilled that promise of a pony. So that, yeah. she, that was bad to begin with. Then she gives her a you paper don't think Sal's making bank for pony money? <laughs> right. Well, and the fact that she gives her this bird and says, a blatant lie of, like, <laughs> if you're good, this will turn to life. I mean, unless she had plans, of, like, one day I'm going to yeah, yeah. sneak in and replace that with a real bird, and then tell her God did it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think she knew she was going to fail, mm-hmm. but she also knew that she'd be able to prey upon that Catholic guilt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is something that we do get uh, instilled upon us um, down through the generations.
1: Well, I was going to say, I think the, the bigger... Uh, uh, I don't know, I guess if you're talking about single events, but it mm-hmm. seems like she drew this out over many events, right? Right, yeah. Like she got the, the paper burned, and then she told her the lie, and that was off the back of telling her about the pony, right? Right, yeah. But I think the bigger, like, Sophia being a bad mom on some level is just berating her daughter all the time.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's... That's a- been going
1: on even till now.
2: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think Sophia, at least in that case, would argue that she does it, that she has some sort of, altruistic reasoning behind it of like keeping Dorothy humble or something like that. I don't know. I don't think you can make those arguments for lying about a pony and then lying about <laughs> a bird. The catching her on fire I look at as an accident. I don't think she was looking around. She's like, oh, who cares about this bird Dorothy loves? I'm going to use that intentionally. I think it was just like, oh, I need a piece of paper. Here's a piece of paper. She's going to burn it in effigy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: did you guys know what she was talking about though? Like a bird that you swing around your head? I, I don't. don't, I don't think it did not sound familiar like to me. But Have you ever had a toilet that Brent?
2: I mean, we didn't grow up in the 20s. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're not from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs>
0: That's what it is. it is.
2: So we're in the uh, kitchen now. Uh, Blanche is unsure about what to do about the long-term plans of the relationship with Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Needs dumb to slow his roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rose okay. offers to let her uh, pick her brain, and Dorothy chimes in. Rose, <laughs> I think we should leave it alone and let it heal. Mm-hmm. I like that line. Me um, too. Dorothy encourages Blanche to... Blanche to go for it with Ted and indicates that she, Dorothy, is a part of the Mile High Club. Uh, we fast forward a bit, still in the kitchen with Rose asking if anyone has fed the puppy. Blanche indicates that Bingo has chewed on her adult marital aids, and uh, Rose comes to the conclusion that they have to get rid of the dog. She starts to tell a St. Olaf story, and Sophia says, She said St. Olaf, Bingo. I told you that's the attack command. Mm-hmm. That was a good line, too, line. yeah.
0: But also, like, um, you know,
2: she's like, she prefers the rubber ones. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, final disu- discussion question of the day. Um, as before, we go into our is this last about scene. Uh, it is not. Just if you had an attack <laughs> dog, what would its trigger word be? Jehovah. Jehovah. <laughs> In case some witness comes to the door. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Ski? What would your? It would be a phrase. A phrase.
1: Does he bite?
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately mauls the person. It's funny. That's a nice self-fulfilling prophecy. It's really good. See, I did, I thought. That's right, for... my favorite ski line in <laughs> the entire <laughs> 107
0: episodes we've done. It's
2: really good. See, mine is a tribute to Ski since this episode uh, originally aired on his birthday. November 7th. Yep. Yeah. well, the November episode, 1st. December 1st is when the episode aired. Yeah. Not our episode. Our episode. It's, it's live today streaming is... right today on November 7th. But um, November 7th, everybody. Ski always said when he was younger that if he had a child, he would name that child <laughs> shane Lavenshoil. Um and then I think he said if they had a second child, it would be Echrosheenian Lavenshoil Heiser. Um, yes. And so, so my my word would be Heiser, <laughs> and then that would get my <laughs> dog to attack well, as a tribute to Ski on his birthday. Yeah.
0: Dr. Fink in there too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well,
2: the last. I'm honored. Well, I'm glad. Um, the last scene starts with Rose sending Bingo to live with an old person and uh, Ted showing up to talk to Blanche. Blanche tells Ted that she's starting to have feelings for him and asks how is it going with him in Philadelphia, or asks about going with him to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. At this point, Ted reveals that he is married, and Blanche realizes that even guys in wheelchairs can be jerks, something that we know yeah. all too well. We do know that. <laughs> exactly. We that um, lesson the hard way. She, uh, she ends it, and Ted rolls off into the sunset. Uh, Blanche has a quick combo with the Almighty, and the episode comes to a conclusion. Yeah. So, how do you feel? Like, what culpability do you think Andy has in this? I mean, don't you think
0: he should have said something
2: to Blanche, or do you
0: think Andy's got the bros before hose
2: mentality? I think Andy has the jobs before unemployment mentality. <laughs> so, gotcha. you know, he's got a sweet gig wiping the butt of a rich man, and he doesn't <laughs> want to give that Maybe up. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he's just
1: the uh, Miami guy.
0: Oh yeah, and somebody else is buttling in the birth of <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
2: Oh, I think Andy definitely knows what's going on. He knows what's up when he wheels in that champagne <laughs> and caviar. There's then, another one, um, Ted. And goes and you woos hound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, in Ted's
2: defense, though,
0: I mean it's. Not... <laughs>
1: <laughs> For yes. more information, folks, season one, episode
3: twenty. <laughs> In
0: Ted's defense. Okay, we don't know that this is a frequent thing. Oh uh, well, we no, then it's, it's okay.
2: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Ted's at the library, minding his own business, right. bettering himself, getting little adult education in the encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> and Blanche comes and hits on him. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, it's wrong. You know, but perhaps he just had a moment of weakness, uh. and he was like, okay.
2: So that makes it all right if he just he's, had a moment of weakness.
0: <laughs> he's lonely. He's out of town. <laughs> you know, trying to behave. He's at the library. I it's think you like should stick
2: with the Professor Cooper. I think that's a better hill for you to die on than this one. <laughs>
3: just, no, I'm serious. Like,
0: you serious. Like, <laughs> it's not like he was out at the clubs or someplace, you know, where there's the possibility that something it's the middle of the afternoon, and he's at the library. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know? I Reading
0: mean, an encyclopedia. Exactly. You know, <laughs> thinking about baseball.
2: <laughs> um, and then he accidentally invites Blanche back to his apartment where he has champagne and caviar served it, up by his manservant? It was intentional, okay? <laughs> okay. And, he, and he's
0: definitely in the wrong. But what I'm saying is, perhaps it was a moment of weakness. Perhaps he's never done this before.
2: Oh, uh, okay. He you seemed know. like a guy who, who. what was the phrase he, he even, used? He um, that even if he strikes out, he wants his plate, chance at the plate. I think he's had a lot of at bats. I'll <laughs> say that. <laughs> That's, fair oh. enough. That's a good, solid point. <laughs> hey, he was way too he, smooth uh, with all that for him to not well, be a serial philander. So, so here's, here's
1: what really seals the deal for him. Yeah. Like after she says, like, because he never even really admitted to being married, mm. she figured it out. And he's like, listen, she's not, our marriage isn't happy. And then he's like, This doesn't have to end for us.
2: exactly. He's like, let's keep this rolling. Well, and also, she says that when he tells her that he's going to be in town or whatever, he's like, yeah, I think it's going to be serious because he's asking if I'm seeing other people. So it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? He gets to be possessed about her seeing other people when he's got a wife on the side? Like, that seems a little uncool, too. Um, Well, anyway... Uh, another hill that Brent has chosen. <laughs> oh, no. I hope not one he stays on for long, though. <laughs> I, on that hill.
0: I'm just taking a moment to play devil's advocate, okay. you know, just to raise it up. You the know, devil Perhaps appreciates it was it. just a moment of weakness. And you guys have convinced me that, no, that's not what this is, okay. you know, but I at least think that, you know, we can't automatically
2: <laughs> just,
0: you know, <laughs> light the pilot light with him. All right,
2: fair enough, I guess. um we had four guest actors in that. Hugh Farrington, he played Ted. Kind of surprising. He only had 11 titles to his name. This is Not a, little, a lot of roles for handicapping. I guess not. Um his only Golden Girls, he did play a role as the uh, customer in Terminator and 18 episodes of TJ Hooker. Hmm. So out of his 11 uh, titles, Terminator is a pretty good one. Yeah, absolutely. And we had uh, Tom and Nibley. Did you have something else to say? I think next fall I might rewatch all the Terminator movies. I mean, the, you certainly will be good on the first three, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, But uh, Tom Nibley, he was the librarian, Uh, 20 titles for him, and this was his only Golden Girls. He was in one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation Mm -hmm. as that classic character, Neil. Mm. Then we had uh, Andy Goldberg, played, now it's odd, he was credited as Houseboy, but his name was mentioned as Andy (laughs) in the episode. (laughs) They they named the character after him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, but yet they wouldn't give him that title Mm -hmm. in the uh, credits.
1: Maybe they thought it was Alan.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got Couldn't remember. It's a common mistake. And um,
1: uh-huh. like they said, uh, isn't he like Coco? And they're like, yep. no, not exactly. <laughs> oh,
2: but, that
0: would have been great if they'd have put
1: <laughs>
2: Coco to bottle for Teddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like I know you. Um, exactly. But uh, yeah. And he was just
1: really <laughs> off to like off putting to Sophia. He was like, oh you took my spot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: recipe <laughs> actually he retired the enchilada since he's only doing the wiping now. right <laughs> everything's a lot more bland <laughs> exactly.
2: a lot of cheese i think he's a little clog up old ted need exactly.
0: um. a cauliflower to be found no.
2: <laughs> so uh, he had a uh, 20 titles to his name um no sorry 46 titles there for andy This is only Golden Girls, but I know Brent had mentioned seeing him as uh, the role of Squade in Plughead Rewired: Circuitry Man 2, (laughs) another Mm -hmm. classic film, Mm -hmm. (laughs) classic uh, sequel to Brent Loves. Oh,
0: (laughs) Squade. Yeah. uh, uh, Part of the Gator bait cinematic universe.
2: (laughs) He'll be doing a big deep dive on that, I'm sure, in one of your future episodes. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And then, of course, we had (laughs) a... Of course we had uh, a <laughs> gator bait cinematic
3: reverse.
2: <laughs> uh, we had Bear the Dog again. He was Dreyfus for the fifth fourth out of five times on the Golden Girls. So all right, so that takes care of the recap, Brent. Yay. So um
0: as I can see by the uh thumbs up and the hearts scrolling by <laughs> right. people really like that. So who <laughs> knows? to you. Um we did have a you know
2: comment here in the in the feed. Mm-hmm. So what do the comments say? Did you want to read it off for us? <laughs> <laughs> yes. They just asking how many slices of cheesecake you give it. Ah, didn't even ask about my MVP. They're jumping the gun a little bit. I read them in the order in which they come. <laughs> I'm sure somebody'll ask about your MVP at some point. Oh, uh, okay. But right now they're asking about slices of cheesecake. You now it feels a little out of order for me, but I guess the five slices is how many I gave it. Thought okay. it was a fun episode, but not a great episode.
1: Okay. Uh, I was going to give it a five as well, but with this conversation,
0: it's been thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six. Oh,
2: wow. Our conversation
0: bumped it up for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going five and a half okay. is how many I would give it. So um, nope. now we got Coco Lover 53 is asking uh, <laughs> who, your, who your MVP was.
2: Uh, Sophia got me MVP for that episode. I thought she had the most lines that I enjoyed. Um, I, I definitely considered Blanche. Um, Of course, it, it started off as another Blanche is a Terrible Person episode, but it actually didn't really go that direction um, yeah, much, yeah. which I was happy about. And like you said, if she's already been like, yeah, I'll, I'll you know, she's already been an ableist once in this mm-hmm. series, yeah, um, yeah. and she got past that one. So I'm glad at least she didn't hold on to this one too long. Yeah. But still, Sophia was the one who who took, took it for me.
0: Same. I'm just her delivery. We was Poe. Yeah, exactly. I that whole that. portion there was excellent. Yeah my favorite bit. How I went Blanche. Speak? I was, Blanche.
1: I thought, you know, some some of the same reason Alan said she uh kinda started off being, you know, the shallow Blanche again, but at the end I think she got up on her high horse and judged others. And that's really good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. No, I,
1: I think she turned the corner, sorry.
0: Okay. Well hopefully everybody enjoyed our, you know, first ever live episode. You know, <laughs> keep let us know if you liked it and if you'd like us to try it again.
2: Um, now, luckily, if you did happen to miss the live performance, which we posted about a ton on social media, so I don't know how you missed the, <laughs> <laughs> miss the information, but if you did miss it, then the, the, it'll still drop, um, you know, for everybody to hear after the fact as well, yeah, so don't worry. About, you can restream it. Well, obviously, your you're listening to it now, so you know that you missed the live performance um, if you're not uh, with us at the moment. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't know, text all your friends, like, hey, tune in yeah. before it's over. <laughs> I love the idea that there'd be anybody in the entire world that has a friend that also listens to this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Angels protecting well, her husband. Right. Yeah. Um, they, they met each other.
2: Her husband. Mm-hmm.
1: They met each other on a Sophia's Choice uh, group chat.
2: Yeah, we do have a few sets of, of spouses. Tammy's contacting her wife. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So yeah, we we have a, a handful of uh, couples that listen. Nice. So,
0: nice. Okay. Well, hopefully it was successful. Um, so without further ado. I've, Stay golden, Cuckoo Lover
1: 53. <laughs> this was not live.
2: Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine find podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.